0: Welcome to episode 1 of the What The Fuck Is Going On podcast I am Charlene, joined by my 4 lovely ladies Hi everyone, my name is Segui Lala And I'm here to bring the
1: fun
2: and all the laughs Hi, I'm Abigail and we're doing this for the culture
3: Hi guys, I'm Samantha Allen and I'm sick and tired of being politically correct
0: Hey everyone, this is Alessia and I'm here for all things sports So, ladies Yes. episode one let's go on with a bang mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um as you guys may be well aware it is mental health awareness month and a lot of massive platforms have been shedding a light on the importance of mental health in various communities and um, what i haven't seen a lot of though is people talking about it within the bame community the black and ethnic minority community and what it means to have mental health issues of some sort in our community. Um, as it stands, one in six people in the UK suffer from some form of uh, mental health disorder, um, and one in four people in England suffer from um, common issues, mental health issues, such as anxiety and depression. Um, now, in a room of how many girls are there today? Five. Five, mm-hmm. girls. In a room yeah, of five yeah. girls. That means one and a half if not two of us should have at some point dealt with anxiety or depression, if those stats are true. I can put my hand up and say that I have dealt with anxiety in the past, Um, and I think it's something that we need to speak more about in our community
4: because it's not spoken about enough. What are your thoughts? For sure, and more than anything, I mean, I'm one uh, other person that has experienced um, mental health um, issues, which is severe anxiety and panic attack disorder. And I mean, Many people like, I did not know what mental health was before this thing started happening to me, and of course, I also, I was in denial when it first like the symptoms started to kind of arise, but now thinking about it it just makes so much sense I mean mental health is something that everyone has because it's just health it's like physical health so we need to take care of it we need to do some some self-care things as we do with our body in terms of like you know physical activities just making sure we get the, the right nutrients and it's the same thing with mental health the only thing is that's trying to prevent or kind of manage the mental illness of the size of things but
2: you know how um I feel like in the black community we've the reason why we didn't really understand it and stuff is because like how do you know to label it like with me for example if I'm stressed or anxious or whatever I'll be like oh I'm just going with it kind of thing Jeremy you know I mean? said so I don't when does it become like prominent enough for you to say actually this is a problem and I need to go and seek help for example because we've been taught to oh we're just strong enough come on guys keep it moving you know you're worried so what come on everybody's worried everybody's stressed everybody's anxious kind of thing so You know, I don't know. Maybe you could share something because I'm learning about this every day.
1: I also think religion plays a massive part of uh, mental health in the black community. For me, in the African community. Because so many things happen to us and we're just like, it's okay, pray about it. Try to get, you know, try to get past it. Just pray about it, speak to God about it. Whereas sometimes we actually need help. God, you know, God is there to help, but we also need to sit down with someone and have a chat or actually address it. For me personally and i think maybe this is for other people african people i find so much like if i'm going through something i always tell myself i'm strong i'm strong i don't need i don't need anybody else i can get through this i'm strong but maybe we need to start asking for help we all need to start basically. i mean
4: for sure i mean like it's the same thing, I come from, from, from an African background as well because my mum is Somali even though my dad is Italian and she is the same thing with religion, she didn't get it. So she, she also experienced it on when, when her youth and even just recently but she just they didn't get it because for her it is the same thing, just pray about it. And it's and it's the right thing to do because if you believe, you pray about it because it will definitely help. But then there is a line that we need to understand that yes, Allah or oh God uh, is going to help us but we need to do something as well. We can't just literally laying on, like, on the bed or on the sofa or literally continue the way that we do and in terms of what you said what's the line between actually suffering from it and i think it's something when it's when it starts affecting your everyday life, when you're struggling to get out of the house, when you can't walk, or when you literally physically start having those symptoms there of like stomach ache or IBS, which is very common, or like other things, headaches, things that makes you dizziness and stuff like that. That's kind of when you start thinking about it. You know what, I'm doing everything right in certain things, so I cannot explain this symptoms. But does it need to get to that point before you Ask for help. Of course not. I mean, everyone needs to learn what self-care is. It's something that everyone with mental health needs to do, which is everyone, every single person in this world needs to take more seriously mental health and self-care. So it gets doesn't get to the point where you actually suffer from it, where you have to go through therapy or where you have to start doing things a bit harder. Like, do things a bit better, like continue to do good things and having a routine or something that you know will make you feel better and prevent those kind of things to do. And I think one of the big things that we as black people need to do in order
0: to make the subject of mental health less taboo is to actually recognise that we as a community have the biggest um, susceptibility to mental health issues. So, the Mental Health um, Foundation says that in general, people from black and minority ethnic groups living in the UK are one, more likely to be diagnosed with mental health problems, more likely to be diagnosed and admitted to hospital, more likely to experience a poor outcome from treatment more likely to disengage from men, ma- mainstream mental health services, leading to social exclusion and a deterioration, de- re- de- that's not how you say the word, in their <laughs> mental health. You know it's you know, up, you know, guys know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Basically can't, can't speak, it's the wine. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, but I think just looking at those points there, mm-hmm. that's something that we as a community need to sort of look at more seriously um, and, and widen the, the conversation of mental health a bit wider.
3: But I feel like the health system needs to do more because I, I I've spoken to a lot of people. I don't what if I don't feel comfortable speaking to a white person? We don't have a lot of black people who work mm. in the mental health field who are psychiatrists. So and it's very easy because a lot of black people who've gone and said they they they're having mental problems, they've been put in an institution, and you're called crazy. You're not crazy, but I feel like white people don't know how to. Because I personally feel like mental health is different when you're looking at race. You can't compare mm-hmm. my crazy to Peter's crazy. Do you know what I mean? Because my crazy is there's a lot of things that I'm dealing with <laughs> yeah. that Peter is not. No, but yeah, it's yeah, true. But yeah, you can't. True. You, yeah. I personally feel like let's be real here I personally feel like you can't treat two people the same especially when race is now included Mm. because we are battling different demons so when I now go to you know a hospital and I see a white nurse who doesn't understand me and then her alternative is medication or although even I admit you into a psych ward which has happened to a lot of black people hence why people are scared to go to hospital because you're gonna think I'm crazy because I'm telling you about my life whereas if a white person has the same exact story when they come, I feel like the system is very good at getting them help. Whereas black people, I feel it's kind of like, oh, we don't know how to deal with this one because he's talking about his ancestors and all this kind of stuff. So we're gonna put you in a psych ward. So how do we encourage more black people to come? And how do we? How do? How does the institution deal with us? I think it's the mm-hmm.
1: same way that even the way we do our hair, we don't go to certain hair salons yeah. because they don't know how to deal with black hair. Yeah. You get what I mean? So you go to, you know, you go to one that knows your hair, knows your texture, knows everything, knows how to work. And I think that is a very valid point. Yeah.
4: I mean, I have, I, I had a completely different experience from what you're saying because I started experiencing it and I went to my GP, which then referred me to, 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 to help. Not, not um, I, I, um, IAPTs, it was what, what they referred me to. And like everyone that I actually spoken to in the NHS system that where about mental health were not white at all. I mean there was one lady who was white but it was Middle and Eastern white. So it's it's, it's I, I've I've always spoken to people which were brown or black about my issues and I never felt like that. And I've met about six to eight people in between offices and things like that, what? which is which is obviously happens but that's the case. And in terms of like the black community being the most hit, like like heart hidden um about this thing, is because we're used to more about the community kind of sense. And when we get here in London, sure we still have our families our community but we're not we don't feel part of that big community, community. We're we're not. Yeah. That whole, yeah. we're because not. we're not. Because yeah. everything like everything is for the white people in a sense because yeah. those are the experiences they, they used to yeah. and we know in, in a way have to kind of conform to that of, of, of just their normality and I feel that that's why there is this disconnect with the black people and white people and I feel like the best way to do that is for more people to speak out and and just tell the experiences and tell them what they have gone through because if I had the back experiences I know that some of them things wouldn't work. I will be able to say and someone else would be like, Okay, of course that's her own kind of journey but we kind of have the same background and relatively I I reflect on myself or I can compare myself or sympathise more with this person than this other person. So they'd be able to get their route better like sorted out in terms of not going being sanctioned I mean that was my biggest nightmare when I was when I was experiencing like mental health issues why if people think that I'm crazy why if I'm gonna mm-hmm. get sec- uh, sectioned and that was the most terrifying thing ever and being able to speak to other people that I've gone through of the same background that I do definitely made me realize okay it's, it's, it's not, it's gonna it's not okay. that it's gonna be okay but
0: the things I don't think your fear of being um, sectioned under the Mental Health Act is um, ridiculous yeah. because when i was when i mean every, all the girls here we're all city mm. alum and when i did a project during our masters mm. um, i looked at the blurred line between um mental health and criminalization and how black people mm. Mm. their mental health issues we don't become um, patients, we become criminals. criminals. Yeah. of course, um, yeah. And, and I think you find a lot of people, I mean, first and foremost, I don't think that the issue of dealing with mental health within the BAME community is looked at as a nuanced issue. I think what we're, we're either seen as criminals, or we should be fine, but we deal with such complex pressures that almost exceed white expectation Mm -hmm. that they don't know how to deal with us. Mm -hmm. And if you are, for example, self-medicating and you're using, for example, uh, cannabis every single day, and then Mm -hmm. um, you Mm -hmm. unknowingly um, trigger schizophrenia in in yourself, you're still put in a criminal category as opposed to, oh, he had a pre existing mental issue. So we need to deal with him as a mental health patient. Mm. Um, There's a good example, me and Lola, we did a documentary on him um, two years ago. I forgot his name. What was his name?
1: I forgot his name
0: as well. Uh, Oh yeah, I'll say his name later on in in the podcast. But um, he had schizophrenia and um, his first sort of encounter with um, a a form of authority was the Brixton police and they ended up killing him. Um, And his sister has fought for justice ever since um how do you go from being uh, someone in need of mental health attention to someone who's dead um in a cell in brixton and there's no one to um to call to justice for it they saw a a large six foot plus black Mm -hmm. man who was showing mental health signs um, and they killed him because I didn't know how to deal with him, and I, and I think that's really one of the reasons why we don't wow. talk to anyone. Yeah. Because if if I'm anxious, my anxiety might come across as aggression, aggression, yes. exactly. or um, yeah. I yeah. might intimidate to you because yeah. you're not used to you're not used to how my panic uh, manifests itself, and that's how we that's how we don't don't talk to people. But that's
4: where it is. Like majority of time, anxiety is 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 your body reacting to fight because it's, it's just the same thing. It's fight or flight, and then you have to kind of like your energy goes all into your arms and legs so you get more like animated or like with with those Mm -hmm. and you just simply have more strength because of the adrenaline that is pumping through imagine if you're a male and imagine if you're black and then all the things that kind of narratives they're going around with I mean come on let's let's look up like in, in America for example the biggest example I mean if you have a white man who ends up taking his, his his guns and go shoot out at school he has mental health issues so he is ha- has problems but, but if, if a, a, black a black man guy, would do it he would it's be terrorism. aggressive it's, ter- it's terrorism, terrorism if he's muslim and if he's brown and if he's black is just simply like a an example of what what the black community represent which is yeah. actually not the case it just doesn't make sense but the guy sorry the guy that um Sharlene was talking about was actually
1: sean Rig, wow. and we actually sat down with his sister Masha Rake and to see the effect that is had on her life was absolutely it's so so sad and she had pictures she had you know video of what the police did to her brother they could have in so many ways calm down that situation or and try to speak they to do him. It, because they do it with they do it with white, white people, people but, with the, w- but the way they addressed him was so aggressive it was not needed. I think they basically need him in the neck yes. till he died. He yes. yes. would? Yeah. need him in yes. the neck till he so, died.
0: So when there's, a, when there's a certain amount of pressure um, the girl that died in New York whose name again I forget yeah, Sandra that's the woman but he was selling CDs outside of a shop
4: Oh, no, Eric. 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 Yeah. yeah.
0: Eric Garner, so, so Sean Rigg had a similar sort of amount of pressure placed on, there's, a, there's certain parts of your neck that if um, a certain amount of pressure is placed on it, your body will physically convulse. convulse yeah. So you can tell that something's wrong. This was happening to Sean Rigg and they didn't stop.
1: And they knew he had mental health issues yes. before. It wasn't that he was just a random man. He was the in the area. Was, they, 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 they knew They knew that he had yeah. problems, but it's the way they handled that situation. I don't think they will handle a, a white man in that way at all they saw him as a big black aggressive man just
4: acting out no he had mental health issues so would you say that it boils down to ignorance and training what do you say because people like in the workplace people like the police they need to have that kind of training unfortunately I
0: believe that there are people in the police force who have preconceived ideas Mm -hmm. of Of what it means to be black or Asian at this point in time and then, and will continue to do so and refuse to change. No matter how much training, Mm -hmm. no matter how many new people you put into the force, that is a preconceived idea that is perpetuated by various institutions in this country, Mm -hmm. including our media. Which means that people in those very, very, very important positions will always make us a target mm-hmm. or be, see mm-hmm. us as a threat in some way. Because
1: they saw a black man who was maybe, I don't even think he was acting that violently, but they saw a black man. Agitated. Go, oh, yeah, and it was like, oh, he's, you know, he's aggressive. He's he going do something. He might do something. But... He was unarmed. He he didn't have a knife on him. He didn't do anything. And he was in a secluded area because I saw the video. He wasn't like out in the streets. At, there was no one initially... He wasn't a threat to any anyone guy. at all. Now, bear so. in mind, this
0: happened in around 2008. So oh. I can't... I truly believe at th- this point in time, you can't plead ignorance. It's not mm-hmm. like Stephen Lawrence in 1993 where the police didn't know what was happening because of institutional racism. No, 10 years later from Steve, uh, uh, Stephen Lawrence mm-hmm. and, and that case and what his mum... Did um, in terms of racism in this country and highlighting the issue. You know, nearly 15 years later, you can't say, oh, you know, Sean was a. No, No, you know exactly
4: what you were doing and what um, position you were putting him in. It baffles me for, like, not. Seeing them do something about it because there are proven statistics and there are proven like cases of people losing their life because of this institutionalized racism. And why is why they're not doing any like anything about this it? It, just, it, just, it? This is why mm. people exactly. don't want to speak up. This is exactly about just,
1: mental health issues. They're it scared. Will,
4: it will allow us to go. It will force us actually to go three steps backwards. So no more talking, no more doing anything. Actually, being afraid to speak out about mental health in the case that that actually can go back like. Go backwards. I
2: back. I just wanted to put like a spanner in the works because I know we're talking a lot about like what the um, what police are doing to make black people not talk about like mental health. But I also wanted us to also remember that families are doing the same. So my mum the other day Mm. went to me and was like, oh, this generation, they're all so anxious. What's wrong with them? What's this anxiety, anxiety? When back in the day, there was no anxiety. That sentence, back in the day, there was no anxiety. You had anxiety, of course. It's it's what is worrying me because I'm just like, well, if my mum is telling me that, then, I can't even express that i'm so anxious or whatever I, I i don't know when you're describing anxiousness and stuff it makes sense but in my head i'm not gonna register it as that because my mom said there's no such thing as anxiety so get on with it kind of thing so i that kind of is is it that now there is more anxiety than there was before and also i haven't finished guys i know i'm saying I'm, I'm dropping a lot of bombs here but also when i was speaking to my cousin in nigeria i feel like as well they don't really have that, the word anxiety to place on it. They don't know that that's anxiety. They're just stressed uh, in, in their mind. And they're just gonna get on with it because their boss is an asshole. If they don't perform, he will fire them and they will have no job kind of thing. Like, you know, you know, real life shit, but they're telling them it's just, you know, it's just stress. So get on with it. That's the fire of being black.
1: I think the key word in what you just said is that sh-
2: they don't know.
1: Mm. We The reason why we feel like people are able to say, I have anxiety is because we, we live in a world where we know that i'm feeling like this 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 it's because i'm feeling anxious they don't know she doesn't have a word for it but Mm. she feels it in the same way that's right my my mom says that way i feel like african parents or any you know back in the day we didn't have anxiety yes you did have anxiety but you dealt with it in a different way you just didn't know what anxiety was you didn't know to place that name on that feeling but you definitely went through it and you just you know even just like going to church you know you know you know, going to church religiously, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. I know my, mo- my mom used to go to church five days a week. The reason why you went so much, I know you love God, but it was a source of comfort for you, you in a time really because you were anxious about so a many mechanism. different things. That's it's a coping mechanism. And I just feel like, you know, especially older generation, my mom, you know, she's, she's getting better. She's learning every day, which I'm really, really happy about. But I think like they just need to, Learn, know how to deal with it. Maybe, maybe more mental health doctors in Nigeria, but Nigeria has some. I troubles. had this conversation with my mum. So, <laughs>
0: so we obviously spoke about yeah. this um, last week and how for our parents, prayer and church was them dealing with a form of anxiety that they weren't aware of. Right? So, my mum doesn't believe in anxiety per se. Eunice is very, very uh, controversial. <laughs> <laughs> I love
2: it though. You know, I mean, I'm with
3: you though. I <laughs> lie. I know it's not going to bit controversial, but I'm yet to understand this whole mental health thing. She doesn't get like, it. I, I don't understand it, and don't get me wrong, especially I've had friends who have gone through it, but I, I still don't get it because I don't know. I just believe that it's all in your head. If you decide you want to have mental health, you have mental health. I <laughs> don't mean, I don't mean, know. No, I don't I know you guys speak about you know advocates for mental health lovely but let me tell you how I because I feel like a lot of people think like me personally I think it's all in your head right I think it's all in your head you need to have the willpower because Ed and Dave, I've seen people who have been big and they've decided listen I don't want this life this life is no longer for me and at 300 pounds they have physically walked to lose that weight and become skinny again. So I personally, don't get me wrong, I feel like, yes, you can do the system, you can go talk to a professional, blah, de, blah, de, blah. But I personally think it's all you as an individual. What do you want? And if you really were like, listen, this whole phase is not for me. Very much. I've been through a breakup, it was a stressful time, I gained weight, I was in bed, depressed, crying, depressed, whatever that ever means. But I got to and I was like, listen, Doctor in the mirror, I said, this is not you, you look like a whale. Get your life together. Get out of and (laughs) keep it moving and I did just that, I didn't talk to anybody, I didn't go to any therapy, nobody gave me medication, I didn't go see a doctor, I just said listen Sam, get your life together, get your shit together and keep it moving. So I don't understand, sometimes it's meant to happen, I think sometimes you guys just want to be depressed. Sam started
0: this podcast saying, I'm tired of being politically (laughs) correct. Because
3: you want to be boo boo hoo, cry cry cry, stop! (laughs) (laughs) Because there's people really going through serious struggles across, listen, kids in Iran, who are seeing bodies, bombs going off? They're not depressed. Introduce in, Samantha, Samantha Allen, everyone.
2: But in no, but kids <laughs> in the round cannot take away that some people are stressed. sam's true or false? No, because I'm not saying you're saying going through your
3: I say some, I think
2: sometimes it's a choice. I think sometimes you yeah, choose I I it's a exactly in that, Do you know when you wake up in the morning, Sam, and let's say you have a plan of your day. but to understand that your mental health can sometimes. We mental you know, health two plus it's not logic. Mental no, health know. two plus two doesn't no. equal for. You understand
3: no, what I, I, I mean? You, I'm being devil's advocate here because I need you to understand that people are not thinking like you.
2: The, I know. The, the reason
3: why people are reaching out. Prince Harry, him, no, Prince, yeah, Prince, Prince Harry William. and William. Prince, yeah. They both came out and said, "When our mother died, people don't talk about death." So yeah, when Prince Harry and Prince Charles finally came out and said, "You know what? When our mum died, we struggled with it." Mm. Do you know what I mean? Of course they did. Their mom died. No, but. It's not something that people normally talk about because in our society nobody talks about death and grief and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. It's only body image. Less the narrative about mental health. If you look in the press, it's all about body image and all that kind of stuff. I don't know. I just feel like sometimes it is a choice. Okay. To be in that depressed state. I don't think because it's you a... don't need. Listen, I don't need a medical professional. Listen to me, because I know myself, right? Nobody knows me better than myself or my mother. I don't need somebody who went to uni for three years like myself to tell me, Sam, you need to rest. Bitch,
0: I know I need to rest. I'm choosing not to. I don't think we can sort of make light of people having anxiety now in, when, going back to, mm, to my true. mum my mum doesn't believe that anxiety is a thing but i'm sure my mum would believe anxiety is a thing if your child is so anxious god forbid it's never going to happen I the name of jesus but if one of her kids decided to kill themselves because they were so mm. anxious no, of course. which is so that's why i don't think we can sort of make light of the small I feel anxious today, because that that can become something. And I do, I I completely agree with you in terms terms of, anxiety is definitely a mental thing. I definitely do not believe that anyone really should have long-term anxiety. I believe at a point you should say, what are the triggers? What should I stay away from? what is causing it, mm-hmm. how do I deal with it head on? Like yeah. you would deal with it, anything, like a diet, yeah. like, a, like a bad friend, like a boyfriend. Yeah. What, what is the issue, how do I get around it? However, I do also believe in that sense, we do need to recognize that for some people, mental strength varies in different people. Oh, not, everyone, yeah. not everyone can say, well I had anxiety, for me it was like, this is the trigger, stay away from it. John, next to me, might not have that willpower. Of course not. Yeah. John might just feel self-conscious, depressed. Everything for John might be a trigger. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean?
1: And also, her point about those children in Iran. Do you think... They're I know this sounds bad but they're never going to be normal. They're never PTSD. going to be. They have it. PTSD. Just because they don't have it no, but still they have worse stuff. But Whoa. you can no, function no, with all no, those
3: no, no, stuff. No, 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 no. You can no, function. No, no, you I don't know that. Because they getting up going to work and doing what they need no, to. No, no, do. no, 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 no they
4: are no, no. F- functioning in, 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 in a sense of Me I am partially functioning Nobody, Nobody ever asks me how I'm doing everything this what I'm battling with. Sam, can I just But I'm not at home. There are those children in Iran who have gone through war
1: everything. they have trauma. They have underlying things they will need to address in the future. They're not going they're not oh yeah it's a bomb I'm chilling though It doesn't work like that they, they have other stuff That
0: they're going to have to deal with In the future And, I, and that, won't man, that won't manifest Until chill. they're out of that context Because a lot of guys Who are in, in war in Afghanistan In Iraq Killing people They kill people They're fine killing people In Afghanistan in, in Iraq They come back to Britain and they're fucked. Fuck, yeah. They are okay, but I fucked. want to know what
3: are you being when you go and get the medical help. What are they My thing is what you're being told. In that I'm intrigued because I don't know what they're telling me that I couldn't tell you as a friend. To be quite honest, I think I could be a medical advisor. So First and
0: foremost, my medical advisor won't look at me like that. And do. And do this. get it together. Which one better? boo
3: holding your hand on me, saying get your shit together. Ha, ha. So people, no, no. Can I say
1: something, yeah, Sam? Okay, sorry. I didn't know let's say let you say. Can I? I feel like. There's a reason these people went to school and got a degree. They
3: didn't get <laughs> <go laughs> <there>. But it's <laughs> not working because black people are not going to them. That's the point we're having I, this conversation. I, I know, I know, but they, they, they've learned of how to... They'll
1: look at you and think, okay, maybe she needs the boo-boo. Oh, my God, are you okay? She needs that for her to go on. And maybe you need... We're all different. No, but maybe as you black need a You walk in, I'm you like, no, no, i like, you know what, take these love. pills because
3: I don't have time for you mm. to, to, to cry. Love. This is my point. Exactly. Mm. When you walk in, there's a black person. They're not going to sit there and understand your background. They're going to give you medication or, or sex in you. And this is what's happening to black people. This is why people are not going in there because that's how they deal with you as a black person. But then, as Alessia just said, mental health is self-care.
1: Mm-hmm. Obviously, you know, they're not going to be with you 24-7 to make sure you're okay at all times. Like, it's they tell you what they think is best. Then it's up to you to be like, what am I triggers? What's the yeah. struggle? How can I deal with it? I feel like it's both. Yes, you need to ask for help in second, And then you need to do do find part. that inner strength
4: in you to do your part, to make sure that I'm going to try and get
1: through this. Alessia, sorry. I mean,
4: for my personal experience, I, I did have people to tell me get your shit together, but then I couldn't figure out how to, first of all. Mm. Second of all, what was wrong? Because I didn't know, like, I, as of today, don't know all my triggers. I will just randomly have anxiety or panic attacks because I do not know what my triggers are. Which is why I do what you think it's silly, is write them down. Do how I feel and things like that. So those kind of exercises that make you feel and figure out what are your triggers. So you need to do those kind of silly stuff to actually, because we're so, we're in a world where we're so fucking fast. I mean, especially in London, Always. people don't even look at you in the face when you're in the tube. Completely. So you don't do even do that to yourself. Most of the time, you go in front of a mirror and don't even look at yourself how how tired you are, Mm. how exhausted. Mm. So you do that also emotionally. So we need to do in the sense of like, okay, so this is happening for me. Write down everything that you're feeling and what happened. So then you kind of have a map of your mind mm-hmm. it, it, this is this is what mental health is it's it's kind self-care it's learning how your mind works don't judge it because everyone is crazy in their own mind mm-hmm. just learn how not to get to a point mm-hmm. where that does not affect you and if that puts you down to smiley face or, or sad face that would eventually help you what actually is around you and then you can be your own best friend saying, mm-hmm. get your shit together okay. that's the most important thing one second one one last thing about because we talked about if things are getting worse yeah and I, I love my statistics, so I'm gonna give you some statistic in that. So to the question, are things getting worse? Things are getting better, but they are still bad in terms of health, mental mm-hmm. health care. In terms of everything is improving because there is more information mm-hmm. and more readily information available, so things are getting better, but they're still bad. And statistics suggest that people who suffer from mental health issues is approximately the same as 26 years ago. So our mothers experienced the same anxiety, mm-hmm. the same circumstance that we have, they just didn't have the person or the information to first of all categorize what the hell was going on, second of all where to find the information and then help to deal with it
2: um, so I just wanted to say, like end with a point that obviously social media has played such a big part in our lives Mm. to the point where we are comparing ourselves Mm. like never before like i promise you it is wild like my mom has never had to see her friends you know you've studied the same shit and you've seen your friends skyrocketing and you're in your house thinking hey jesus did i not do the same 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 what's in buddhist kind of thing do you know what i mean that is a big part of like anxiety and feeling just anxious and it's not like jealousy or envy mm. or anything it's just kind of like you know how oh my am I God. in this position oh you're God. panicking oh you're like worrying you're
0: doing and everything like that go on honey yeah, and, go on. I, and I have that panic every single day and that's one of the main reasons why I came off of social media now two years ago because it was getting to a point where so one of my triggers is feeling powerless Powerlessness And status So in my head My parents have always said You have to be The best at what you do You mm-hmm. have to be number one mm-hmm. You have to be employed Not only employed mm-hmm. In in any, in any job The you best The best that's job The, the prayer best. is Make sure their, their head and never the tail yeah, yeah, That's exactly. the prayer that's pressure. Yeah. That's pressure That's, pressure. that's, that's pressure. pressure And that pressure As a firstborn As Shout out to every firstborn As, firstborn, as not only Not only first firstborn But I'm the first female The fir- the, uh, the only girl yeah. And I carry A swag you name and if my dad wants to carry on his estate he has his boys but really Chikorinaka needs to you know yeah. establish establish what's happening for this so I, I also make- want to touch on being the firstborn, mm. the anxiety
1: that comes with that. Mm. I'm a firstborn,
0: and I wouldn't
1: I've never diagnosed myself with anxiety but there is something I feel that it's like sure. crippling fear which can be anxiety but I've never had to I've never taken a look at it completely well um one of the one of my biggest fears is not being successful mm. as in my family were four girls and I'm the he- eldest girl my dad didn't have any boys so that alone is isn't pressure like oh he didn't have any boys who is he going to but we're all girls and my has always said you have to be the best you have to prove you have to mate, do mate. this so when i feel when i'm in a position where i feel like i'm not gonna be successful i'm not gonna be you know did i, I get like it's a crippling fear my i'll like, never forget
0: sh- i'll never forget an auntie saying to me and it stuck with me for my entire life oh chica you're the oldest oh you can't fail because yeah. yeah. your other brothers will then well, fail they're, they're watching you they're watching you That's that kind of shit. Tough. Sticks abuse for the uh, the uh, white. Yeah. My point. This is my
3: point. The NHS is not prepared to deal with this. So I Mm -hmm. think is the solution getting more black medical professionals in those roles because our struggle is different. And to be honest, it's overwhelming. Like for me, when I have issues, I know the friends I go to speak to. I would never go to my Caucasian friends and be like, "Oh my gosh, this is what's happening in my life," because they won't get it. But I know my black friends will, and that's Mm -hmm. what's happening. In the community mm. we're not going to medical professionals because they don't look like us yeah. so therefore we just stay at home or discuss it within ourselves and in our community alone mental health is not a thing so people will just be like be strong That's pray
0: so, yeah Have a but drink. okay just to round it up
2: i just want you guys to dispel one rumor that i've i've heard and i really want to find out whether it's true if you go to the gp and you tell them that you're depressed does that stay in your medical records forever and ever in jesus name
4: you will have a record that it happened to you, but it will not nothing will
0: affect you. you i asked that question. We'll I've asked that question because
4: my mom asked me. I said, Alessia, you fucked up. That's she what, told me, Alessia, you fucked up. Best now, best best time, every time they go for a job, but everything that's in your record, I was like, oh wow. shit, I had a panic attack about that wow. as well. I went to my GP and wow. she was like, what kind of system would keep that record? Ne- Unison they nearly killed me when I went said, so
0: I went to the doctor, right? And I said uh, I had anxiety. My mum said, You said you said you had what? Mum said I had anxiety. She said, <laughs> she said, so then the whole world can now know that you have anxiety. Science, yeah!
3: <laughs> Everyone well, can what? know! She, she said, literally she said, knows.
1: They, this, she said, they keep it on your record, record forever.
3: We're
1: this- in boohoo.com. You want to buy
4: a shoe? They'll check your. She has anxiety. don't sell her that high shoe. She might fall. Guys, literally, when I asked this, and she was a professional psychologist. So thank yeah.
0: you, yeah, girls. We go. Yeah. Thank yeah. you, girls, for uh, bringing your own personality to that amazing conversation. <laughs> Guys, basically, take care of yourself. Self care is important. Welcome back to part two of What the Fuck is Going On podcast. Now, I'm going to hand things over to our entertainment guru, Lola, He's going to give us all the tea. Pop, pop, pop. All the tea in the entertainment world. Go ahead, Lola. Hello,
1: guys. This is Segi Lola bringing you the entertainment news. You want to know what the fuck is going on in entertainment news? Yes, well, bring your crumpets because I have the tea for you, hunty. So, first, we're going to talk about Love Island. Have you guys heard that the new system and I say sister because she sister all the way through. then rich. Is go- is a Nigerian Irish girl and she's really my sister because I am Nigerian and I also grew up in Ireland. So same same in that respect. Her name is a uh, Miss Yewande Bailal. And I say your last name wrong, sis, but I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm trying. But yeah, she's cute though. She is gorgeous. She's a Yoruba sister and she is guess what? She's 23 years old and she's a scientist she has beauty brains and everything i love that and the thing about it is that if i'm a i love love island i watched love island last year and you know what samira went through there's been a lot of you know especially on twitter yeah when has received so much support because everyone is like we cannot let what we cannot let what happened to samira last year happen to this girl because obviously samira was if anyone watched Love Island last year, Samira was, her confidence was knocked down because a lot of white guys would come in and they wouldn't choose her. And, and not, even though Miss Samira, she said that type was uh, blonde with blue eyes. Samira didn't want a man
2: of colour, so we can't. Yeah.
3: So she she just, if the man of colour don't want to, maybe you need to adjust your preference
0: because... Something no, no, no. You yeah. know what? Maybe they should
2: ask the guys before yeah, they came I mean, into
3: the house. did you date
1: exactly, black girls? No, and are this you into is black girls and they is, didn't do this that. This
0: is something I don't think Love Island do because, as a former cast,er one of the questions that we ask on the shows that I worked on is, "What is your preference?" Yeah. And we would only put people together who we knew mm-hmm. that either had an experience of dating someone of that colour, yeah. or race, background, yeah, regardless yeah. or not. Yeah. So I don't. This is what this is what I mean. Love Island is shady. Their casting is shady. That whole situation is shady. I know that the shade the casting team is a clique that don't change who are ignorant, I'm saying what I'm saying, try and sue me, but (laughs) in terms of are those questions being asked, I.E. John, have you ever dated a black girl? What's your preference? Mm. If he's saying never dated a black girl, I don't like black girls, John, and like 50%, 60% of your cast say the same thing, then you need to change it up, booby, and get people in there who do want a dark skinned, skinned black girl like girl. our girl, your one day. Yeah, that's yes. my final say. Oh, so, um,
1: so I just want to say, no, last, I just want to say, good luck, your one day. We're all rooting for you. What, Girl Queen. Now, on to what the fuck is going on in London.
2: So, obviously, we know knife crime is such a big deal in this, uh, city so sad so depressing but um, I came across an article where it said that um, a lot of um, African parents are now sending their kids back to Africa to avoid <laughs> the harshness of the UK no, but now can you see how worrying that
3: is no but it wasn't just Africa it was to be precise it was Somalia yeah yeah let's can we just do that Somalia is a war-torn country yeah, yeah. so for a mother of 20
4: plus 25 yeah. plus years yeah so where there is al-shabaab which is present one of the most terrorists
2: in
3: where
4: there is a bomb every single week they die
3: preference
1: than London London
2: right now. So what do we need to do? London, we need a fucking fix up. Because that is disgusting that this is our last result. And also the government, sorry, what are we doing? Okay. I'm I'm so tired of hearing that another guy's been stabbed, another guy oh Orpington, someone got stabbed. In a chicken and chip shop a girl was stabbed. Yeah, like yeah. this this is it's become the so normal why, now yeah, that nobody one, even no, one no one's even batting an eyelash. No the one reason reason is why.
1: the reason why there's not a solution is because this is a black problem. Yeah. The minute it becomes a white problem. A yeah,
0: true. The minute yeah. it's it becomes a
1: white problem. You see Teresa, I mean you know those tears she was shedding on Friday. She'll be shedding it for a knife crime.
4: But yeah. It's true. I speak for the community in a way, um, at least. I'm part of it. And I can tell you that in my family circles, there were definitely conversation of cousins or people known that are are part of the community to be shipped back just my definitely. For safety. was what, what what sending them back to Africa going to actually do? It's teaching them how to, to, to actually... Do you it? think that Africa is has te- no knife crime? Exactly. And it's teaching them how Fability. to survive better. Literally. Exactly. This, is, this is literally Fability. the only thing they're going to like, nah. teach them. No, right. can I say... Right. Oh, my mom
1: always says something. She goes, it's really hard to be a Christian in Nigeria. Let me tell you why. <laughs> I recently just went to Nigeria. It's a harsher environment and everyone speaks to each other with such disrespect. It is... Hilarious. So if you send your kid back to Nigeria, you're just learning to be more harsher,
2: how to deal with all this nonsense. Because and they will come back with that same energy, man, yeah, same and energy. The people here aren't ready to receive that energy, so they will get stabbed either way. Can I
0: say, one way ticket mm-hmm. to the village? Well, just never come back. You go to the village. You go to the village. <laughs> no, no, you're not going to the city. You're going yeah, to the village. Yeah, exactly. I you're I went to the village, and you're staying with my, my grandmother. My, your grandmother. Yep. Yeah. You're I in the do that. Because you know what yes. things like a things, things like a Lagos on a bridge yeah, that it's still city, city life, city. I didn't yeah, you're still, still bah, 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 big bah, bah, boy bah. life. You're going to the village. You don't and know And you're only going to come back when I see whoosh. and I've heard that from the cheer. village because there's there's something about the village from like what my mum tells me. There's something about the village humbles that, you. It humbles you. It humbles you. Can you like, you, you cannot hide. wait. Can I say, you can, I say I they can
2: come back and feel there is difference? They won't come back. There is a
0: difference between the village. They won't come back. My mum. The fear of God me and me, my brothers, from an early age. If you misbehave, you're going. Not even you're not not being sent to Lagos or Abuja or wherever. Or, or village. You're, going, you're being sent to the village, point blank period. Because I feel like the reason why knife crime and all this bullshit has manifested so much is because we are spoiled. Guys,
1: people don't know a village. The village here <laughs> is different from the village in Nigeria. In Nigeria, really? you have to trek to get water. Have you ever experienced that in your life? The village I will send my child to, you walk two hours with a ball on top of your head yeah. to go to the well oh, to yeah. get water. Because I feel like that would change your whole experience of life. Because you will see that you're actually lucky to have the
2: things running water all of this year. Because kids in the village, are happy just one because that's all they know that's all they have my last point before we wrap up because I know we've got other things but th- let's say your kid obviously you we've, we've never had children all of us that yeah. in this room, so we don't Single, know what it's go like. however your kid comes to you your kid is crying your kid is telling you mom I've un- you've sent them to Nigeria mom I've understood my ways I promise you I'm gonna change I don't want to be that kind of kid anymore your kid is crying on their knees mm. they get back Oi! Blood! What you do? What are you saying, you've already, you've already paid for that ticket. To come back. Your kid has showed you that you know this is my son. I'm going to change my way forever. I never in Jesus' name, amen. And then come back they this on the same road, man. That they did. Can what I are you t- gonna do then? Can I tell you what I'll do? Kids can pretend. Can I tell you what? Kids I'll do? can lie. <laughs> can I tell you Kids what? Kids can act.
1: Wait, can you I? We have. Kids can cry. Auntie, Auntie, give me a second. Go Let me down tell down you me. what I would do. I will sell my wigs and book him another flight back. It's not me that you will like to. It's not exactly. me. It's not me. I'm gonna take all my wigs. Don't worry, just three of them can the for same your flight way that back my home. son
0: likes to me to come home, ah, uh, he'll sit at the dinner table one night. Oh, you enjoying this one. enjoy this one. <laughs> 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 Uncle will come for the living room, <laughs> and they will put you on that. Flight. And they'll be on that flight. Do you know how? Not, i don't i don't know whether screw up is the right word but you know how lost you must be at the age of 13 14 15 16 to, to kill, kill someone, someone else Ay. me i drive yeah, yeah. my eyes at night time big shining they're shining because my biggest fear is to killing kill kill someone, someone, someone. Yeah. oh my god that's, my, that's, my, that's actually my biggest fear but for you to be big six big 16 or small 16 not even on your GCSEs, to kill someone and get to, to big man prison to Belmarsh with it. there are these big criminals in Belmarsh, not big small pedophiles, criminals, big pedophiles, big gangsters. Mm-hmm. You're you about that life? I don't know what kind of young people that we have nowadays running around the street. That's to, that to me is the scariest thing.
3: So guys, we are now onto politics. I don't even know where to begin. I like emotionally this is worse than like a toxic relationship. <laughs> no, really. Because is. every day it's just it's changing. I don't know if I'm coming or going. But last week, British Prime Minister. Theresa May stood mm. in front of number 10 and Christ. resigned. And <laughs> she also cried on top of the resignation. I said, sis, <laughs> we've been waiting for you to cry since the beginning and now you want to cry at the end. I felt like her emotion came in at the end, but that's not the point. The point is, right now, Britain, as we speak, we do not have a prime minister. Well, we do, don't we, until this 5th of June. On the 7th. Seventh. Seventh. Well, oh yes. But, but seventh so is this next week, So um, check me right now. So she's currently in Brussels at the EU meeting because the EU elections just happened. And this is what she had to say when she was stopped by journalists. She said, while I've been Prime Minister, I've been to something like 15 council meetings or more. Every one of those, I've been working hard to negotiate the best possible deal for the UK leaving the EU. It's a matter of great regret to me that I haven't been able to deliver Brexit. But of course, that is now a matter of my successor. They will have to find a way of addressing very strongly held views on both sides of this issue. And to do that and get a majority in Parliament, as I said on Friday, I think it will require compromise. So, yes. And I mean, the most interesting thing is, is the candidates. So we have Michael Gove, uh, Matt mm-hmm. Hancock jeremy hunt boris johnson oh, boris johnson is favored to win based on like the bookies and people's opinions oh, we God. have it's andrea Lepson who's also a favored person we've got kit um Malt moat house i've never heard of that person um but that's the housing
0: minister and we also but have can they do it can they do the job no one can no this one is can. this is the real tea mm-hmm. when i watched I was going to call her Margaret Thatcher there. Mm. She definitely is Margaret Thatcher. When I saw Theresa May make that speech live, you see, when you're Prime Minister, it's easy to become the target. Obviously, because you are the Prime Minister of the country, we expect you to to do certain things. But Brexit is such a contentious issue. Brexit isn't like trying to pass a a, a bill to do with housing or or affordable health care, no. Brexit, there are so many people who are against it and so many people who are off-polarizing. It. It's, 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 it's it. probably the most polarizing subject of our generation. And she has her faults. I mean, when she was Home Secretary, she wasn't a witch. But this poor woman yeah. tried her best to deliver what her party wanted but also let's forget, let's not what forget what the previous what pm could not exactly. do exactly and let's not get it twisted. when they're always like oh we we voted out no honey honey bunny you 52% 52% of people voted, voted out, out 48% voted to stay 1 million plus people voted to leave now in my head one million is actually still quite a small margin because there yeah. were a lot of people that chose not to vote in that election oh, yes. at all. And a lot of people who did vote for Brexit are now turning around and saying, actually, I don't I, I didn't know I all the I facts. Go. I don't want to go. So so Theresa May did her best. What really upset me though after Theresa May did that speech, resigned and left, was one I don't know what MP it was. Sam, so maybe you know. Well, I don't know who she is. She said something like, oh, um, we should have seen this emotion during her her tenure as Prime Minister, would you expect David Cameron to cry? Would you expect Tony Blair to cry? Would you expect John Major to cry? Would you expect Ed Miliband to cry? So why, so break. why did, as a do, wo- yeah, so why are, as, basically t- saying, as a woman, we should have see seen this more emotion. What? Maybe no. For it, Theresa May was damned she did,
2: damn that she didn't. Oh. The main issue with Brexit is that I feel like at this point, nobody can salvage nah. it. No. There is nobody yeah. that has the quality, the capability, yeah. the intelligence yeah. and the because ability was, to gather mm. such anyway, a shit storm and make it right. It's, t- it's too, too far
3: gone. It was it never meant true. to happen. That's the honest truth. And we weren't prepared for it. And
4: like, Labour is getting Ready to Ugh. as soon okay, as But Labour is getting ready to get ready for what? Getting ready to as soon as they lead or the new leader of the Tory Party being elected to actually. Uh, trigger a, uh, a vote of no confidence. So anyway guys, let's move on to the next topic. Alicia, what are we talking about? There is one thing that I want to mention from my home country, which is Italy. And there is this uh, jumping champion. She is Nigerian, born in um Zub in Zub Zub. She has has a world record for her age of jumping, of 3 metres and 90. And she is not allowed to have the world record because she was born in Italy, but she does not constitute as an Italian citizenship. And that it's an absolutely ridiculousness that we have to talk about this about citizenship and 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 but it's 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 sad that a young woman she is fifteen representing the country that she only has known Mm. even though she's deep rooted in her roots but she. She's been living in there for 15 years, and she was born there. her only language is that, her favorite fruit is that her only friends that have been there, never been to Africa in general. She hasn't been out of the, the, the country that it is, Italy, doesn't it is not seen as an Italian and therefore cannot claim a world, a, a world title at 15. Because of paperwork, it's just ridiculous. In Italy, you paid yourself. In Italy, they don't give a fuck. You have to have ten years of paying your your, your wages unless you were attached to your parents doing that. And I, I, I'm I'm mixed race, yeah. And I've always had the pretty, like Italian passport. At the moment like I had my passport literally three days after my birth. Because then I ended up being did your parents
2: because you had one parent I had a passport well
4: my mum also had a passport because of my dad she she, she 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 married my dad so that's all gone through the right channels but because of that, three days after my birth I had I, I was given a British like an Italian passport sorry but for someone who's been in Italy literally more than me because I left Italy when I was 13 years old a week after so for a girl that's been in Italy for more than me. Who speaks Italian better than me? Because she only speaks that That's language. The
2: they looking for, honey.
4: She does not constitute you as an Italian citizen when I, instead, am. Um, I mean, they sent you know Lionel Messi, like the famous footballer. Yeah. He has his great grandfather is Italian, so they sent to Lionel Messi a ballot to to actually vote in the Italian election. Because his great great grandfather was Italian. And that's Italian yeah, of course. That's privilege and wealth sh- right money. There. Right? <laughs> that's a shmoney thing. Sh- 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 but can sh- you believe sh- that? Sh- but if sh- your sh- grandda- sh- if your granddad is Italian, you're allowed to do that. But if you pay taxes, if you actually contribute to society in as an improvement, you're not you're not Italian. Yeah, they don't care. It's just it just I, it, it really, yeah. I, I cried because they did like a, a like a news uh, like a package on this, and I absolutely cried and just heartbreaking. Don't worry. More about that
2: citizenship later because that is a big topic.
0: Guys, you've been listening to What The Fuck Is Going On. We will see you next week. We'll see you next
1: week for What What The Fuck fuck Is Going on? On. Bye, guys.